This is Ashley Kelsch, and you're listening to Life Coaching for Modern Renegades, episode number 54. Welcome to Modern Renegades Podcast. This is a life coaching podcast for the person who wants to learn how to lose themselves in the moment, not life circumstances. Each week, we will explore mental and spiritual practices that will inspire you to ask, seek, and heal. They are for the modern renegade. They are for you. Renegades, how are you today? Oh my gosh, I'm so good. I wanted to do something special with faith that didn't include our normal routine. And so I decided we needed to do goat yoga. Like, who doesn't want to do goat yoga every day is the new question. But if you want to experience pure joy, laughter, and bliss, (laughs) this is your answer. I feel like I'm a commercial. I'm not being paid to tell you this. It is the cutest thing ever, you guys. Like, do not go if you're under the impression that you're going to actually really do a yoga practice. There is an instructor. They led the class, but I'm pretty sure 98% of the people were sitting and holding goats. It was very socially distanced. Everybody was in masks except for these little goats. They were in sweaters and tutus, and it was holiday-themed. And I was slightly obsessed. I mean, come on. I really wish Peachy and Pablo would wear clothes. Like, they just got these new little winter jackets and you have to put their legs in it. And it's, it looks adorable. Everybody loves it, obviously. However, when I take them off, the way that they move, it's almost like it really is uncomfortable for them. They rub their little bodies on the carpet and against the wall. And I'm convinced, like, this isn't fair to them. So I'm not putting them in sweaters. An occasional bandana in the summer. Love. But they're not into it, but these goats don't give a fuck. Kind of think I need a goat. Anyway, that's my, (laughs) did you just hear all those thoughts I had about my dogs? Like I'm totally projecting that on them. The other day I thought for sure that Pablo was like upset that all the dogs in the park are down there when he's not, because we have windows they can see down there. (laughs) I swear to God, they're like, why do they get a Frisbee? Why don't I have a Frisbee? you're not a very good mom. I literally felt like a really bad mom. And I was convinced he was jealous and resentful. And then I was like, it's a fucking dog. What are you doing? Talk about optional drama. Mm. Speaking of optional drama, this is why you've tuned in. Let's talk about thinking thoughts and brains and believing hard, especially when you don't want to. Maybe you'll have noticed, but there tends to be a theme to my podcast and what I'm talking about besides dating. Think about it. Each week I'm telling you stories, but I'm teaching you something, right? There's one main concept going on here. That is awareness around your brain. Every week I'm asking you to pay attention to what you are thinking. And yes, I guess I'm asking more. I'm asking you to think on purpose to direct your brain's thinking. But there's this one thing that I've noticed most people have a difficult time comprehending in the beginning stages. This is that circumstances don't cause your feelings. Circumstances are neutral. Circumstances are the things we could prove in the court of law. They are the facts. They're the people, places, and things, whether flight times, events that happened, your past. They're all the things that are out of your control. Then there is your thoughts about these things. Your thoughts are what cause your feelings. Now, The fact about this is that you are thinking so many thoughts subconsciously that you think you feel something before you think about it, 
but that's not the case. Your brain is registering the thoughts while you're focused on something else and sending the chemical release that comes from it out of your brain and vibrating into your body. Your feelings are caused by your thoughts, never the circumstances. Check it out. You believe if you were in a relationship, you'd be happy. That if you had more money in the bank, you'd feel relief. If you could lose the weight, you'd finally meet the man, get the job, and be successful. Guess what? The relationship, a circumstance. The money, a circumstance. The weight loss, a circumstance. Those things are all neutral until you, specifically you, have a thought about them. How do we know this? Well, for example, let's put relationship in the circumstance line. Your thought, I'd be so happy. Well, that's describing how you would feel. But what causes you to feel happy is all the thoughts you think about being in a relationship. I'd have someone to work out with, hold hands on walks with. Our beach trips would be amazing. I bet we'd love binging on Netflix. That would make me so happy to be all booed up on the couch watching shows with my boyfriend in a relationship. Thinking thoughts. Here's how we know it's your thinking that would make you happy and not the relationship. Because the world would not all agree that being in a relationship makes people happier. Not everyone wants to be booed up on the couch with someone. There are some people out there quite content not being in a relationship. There are some people out there vowing to never have one again. You could not prove in the court of law that having a boyfriend creates happiness. The whole world would have to agree for it to be a circumstance. Your thoughts aren't right or wrong. They are yours and you get to choose them. But they are what cause you to feel how you feel never the circumstance. Here's an extreme example that helped me get this. September 11th, when the Twin Towers went down. Most of us would agree that that was a horrific day, but the entire world would not. The terrorists? They were pretty pleased with their results. The world would agree that the Twin Towers were bombed, right? So that's a circumstance. Everyone has their own thought about it, causing them to feel the way they do. COVID is another example. Some people think it's nothing. Others think it's the end of mankind as we know it. But COVID is a neutral circumstance. It was actually around before you knew it and you had no feelings or thoughts about COVID at all. I bet the thought you first had isn't the same thought you are thinking today about it either. I'm sure by this time you've had a plethora of different thoughts that have created a variety of feelings. But that's not the point. Separating the circumstances, the facts out of the story you have, and addressing your thoughts about them and seeing how it causes you to feel and act, well, it's not easy work in the beginning. It requires daily practice. Renegades, learning to observe your thinking and take responsibility for it and your feelings was never taught to us. We were taught to blame the world for where we are and how we feel, to try to control everyone and everything around us so we can continue to feel good what I'm teaching you is that you have complete and total agency over your thinking and feelings. I'm teaching you emotional adulthood, how to take responsibility for your choices and life, how to manage your thinking and emotions. And today, I want to take it a step further. I want to challenge you, renegades. I want to know just how hard can you believe when things aren't going your way, when circumstances are less than ideal, you set a goal to get 100 clients in 90 days. You think nothing is going to stop me. You feel determined. You start making calls, asking for referrals, marketing every day. 
in 90 days, it turns out you didn't get a hundred clients. Do you still keep believing nothing is going to stop me? Or do you believe that didn't work and quit? Let's say you grew up thinking, I believe in love and marriage. One day you meet the one and you get married. You're living your life. When your spouse comes home one day and tells you they've been cheating on you, you think it's over. You feel enraged. You ask for a divorce and leave. Do you still keep believing in love and marriage or do you think it's all a lie now? How hard can you keep believing in your dreams and your ideals, your positive affirmations when life throws you a curveball? This week, I asked some of my friends, all of my clients, and my Instagram audience to pick one belief or sentence about how they wanted to view their life. I was slightly astounded by some of the responses or lack thereof. Literally was told by one person that there was no way to have one belief for all of life. First of all, I asked for a belief about how you wanted to view life. You would have thought I was asking for an explanation on time travel through a black hole that you'd have to discover by solving a specific equation. People asked to get back to me and never did. How do I want to think about life? I just can't answer that. I need time to research on science and things. Hmm. Renegades. First of all, can you just remember who you're talking to? It's me. Stop being so serious. You know what? I just decided for some of you, your default life motto must be life is serious or life is hard. Get a helmet. This is the part when I tell my clients and I'm going to tell you, we get to make up anything we want. Literally say anything you want. Just play with me. Spitball, throw paint. Let's see what sticks. No one's going to hold you to it. You don't have to tell anybody actually. Let's just pretend life is fun and this is a game. So I'm asking you, if you could choose to look at life however you would like, and if you could believe anything about it, how you want to experience it, what would it be in one sentence? I'm not asking you to literally land the plane, just land the plane. Here are some examples. It doesn't get better than this. The world is my oyster. I'm going to live my best one. Carp diem. This is badass. I'm here for a good time. I can find the beauty in all of it. I'm here to learn. Anything is possible. This is the fun part. There's always a silver lining. Now that wasn't so hard, was it? Did you come up with one? Now, what if you could only believe this thought or a variation of it, even when life's circumstances are less than ideal? You go to the DMV and there's a line of people at the door. Insert your new belief. It doesn't get better than this. There is a shutdown and you're being told you have to work from home and quarantine for four weeks. If I'm a badass, how do I approach being at home for four weeks? You just got the test results back from your doctor and the prognosis isn't looking good. There's a silver lining in here somewhere. Do you see where this is going? I mean, we know it's easy to keep believing life is beautiful when things are being qualified as easy. But what about life when circumstances are not going our way? How hard can you keep believing then? Life is going to hand you a bag of tricks and you better believe that there are going to be some in there that make zero fucking sense. Some you won't want, some you're going to love, some you'll want to collect and keep. Some are going to be so difficult, you think they might break your brain. There is no way around it. 
But it doesn't mean you have to view your circumstances the same way. Meaning, if the trick is broken, it doesn't mean you see the situation as broken. You could look at every trick you pull out of that bag and think, I'm here to learn and approach figuring it out from that perspective. If you're letting the world and your unmanaged mind decide how you think and feel, you will never feel anything good. Your brain on default will never reveal to you the optional upside. It will go to doom and gloom. It's designed to do just that. The best description of an unmanaged brain that I have ever heard is, it's like letting a toddler run through the house with a butcher knife. It's a good visual. How you choose to view your life and its circumstances, that's optional. If your belief about life is, it's not up to me, you will be at the mercy of your circumstances, held hostage by them, and feel powerless. If you weren't allowed to think that thought, and you could only think, I see the beauty in everything, no matter what is happening, your brain will look for it, regardless of the circumstances. I'm not implying you're going to feel positive, happy feelings. Do not misunderstand me. But if you take this new belief, the one you chose to want to believe about life and apply it to the less than ideal circumstances, you can navigate that river of suck in a completely different way. When you get divorced and your ex is moving on, instead of thinking in default mode, you could ask yourself, how can I have a good time with my ex moving on? The good time may be as simple as not letting your brain think all the painful suffering thoughts that cause you to flip the fuck out, regret leaving, losing another week on your couch. Because that renegades, that's the opposite of a good time. Am I right? Of course I'm right. Dr. Edith Edgar writes in her book, The Choice, about not only surviving a year at Auschwitz during the Holocaust, but also the guilt she lived with for surviving when so many didn't. She said, it took me decades to discover that I could come at my life with a different question. Not why did I live, but what is mine to do with the life I've been given? I get the chills every time I quote something from this woman. I have reflected on her memoir for inspiration countless times since reading it. If you recall last year when everyone was screaming that they were so ready for 2019 to end and couldn't wait for 2020 to start, which is fucking hilarious right now, obviously, I recorded an episode and pulled my top 10 lessons learned from her book, all of which have to do with choosing how you want to view things. Highly recommend reading The Choice, Renegades. You know, pessimistic versus optimistic people aren't just born that way. The brains offered them thoughts that they chose to think over and over, creating neural pathways and a habit, if you will, of thinking that way and seeing the world that way. Think about the people you know, yourself included, and how they see the world. What are their circumstances like? The facts? What have they been through in life? ever notice those people who have been to hell and back and you can't figure out how they get out of bed every day and act and feel so grateful, full of compassion. They show up despite all the less than ideal circumstances and still find the good in what they have. Or the people who have suffered beyond measure and you would never know. At the beginning of the year, I decided I was going all in on my business and I set this financial goal. I had my belief. I did my work around what obstacles I thought might come up. I developed strategies, created my compelling reasons of why I wanted that result, and I mapped out what I had to do. Do you think I planned on COVID, on all but two of my clients quitting, being on lockdown? I definitely didn't see that coming. My brain was quick to say, 
you can't make this goal and you can't afford to take care of your family. And I sat with that, asked myself if it was true and played it out. And I cried. I was scared. Not only did I not have proof that I could make a financial living out of coaching since this was my first year going all in, I now had a quote unquote pile of evidence all around me like clients quitting and people losing jobs and flipping out and oh, okay, now we can't date and you were going to be coaching people's brains on dating? Yeah, that's not happening. You're not reaching this goal. It's time to make like a chip and dip is what I was thinking. But I sat with that a little bit longer. Look, this didn't happen in 24 hours. You guys have listened to me talk this year. I sat with it. I asked more questions. Based on what? Was it true no one would want to hire a life coach during a pandemic? Was it true people wouldn't be dating ever again? Was it true no one was making money? <laughs> I decided a few things. I went back to my original plan. I added new obstacles and beliefs. The main one, which I lended to some of my clients and I have followed since was COVID is not an excuse for us to be given up on our goals. We will not use it. COVID is a neutral circumstance. I also adopted one. I coexist with COVID. I remembered one of my greatest beliefs though, one of which I've had about myself. And that is I can overcome anything with the right mindset. I stopped looking to my past and started thinking about who I'd have to be to achieve this goal. If COVID isn't an excuse, how am I going to show up? How will I need to feel? If I can overcome anything, how do I grow my business during a pandemic? And so on. Renegades, you get to decide. We talked about this last week. You direct your thinking. Ask yourself the question and decide on your belief. What's your renegade motto in good times and bad? How hard can you believe in it? Lead with it or let it guide you. The world doesn't get to tell you what to believe, how to feel. You do. And the world doesn't actually even have to know what your belief is. You can keep it like a secret. But listen, I love secrets. So here's the thing. Reach out and tell me. I won't tell anybody. All right. Until next week. Keep on believing. Oh, I wish I could play some Journey right now. Don't stop believing. Go play that. Come up with your motto and fucking live it. Have a good week. Hey, Renegades, if you're finding the tools and concepts I'm sharing each week about your brain on dating, you won't want to miss out on working with me one on one. I've just launched my program, Wake Up Before Another Breakup, and in just eight weeks, you won't question if you can trust yourself to date or why you can't find the one. Head on over to modernrenegades.com forward slash programs to learn more about it and how you can work with me. Let's learn how to lose ourselves in the moment, not the man.